0: to Oshio Kiyo, our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Kim.
1: And I'm Isha, and in this episode we'll be talking about episodes 163 to 166 of Sailor Moon Super S, the last four episodes of this season. Yay! Oof, it has been a long season, and I think it's actually been a shorter season than S.
0: Has it? Uh, yeah, I, think you're I don't right. think there are as yeah. many
1: episodes. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens when you spend 20 episodes with the Amazon trio making no progress whatsoever.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's these Monster of the Week shows, though. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, Anyway, uh, so we opened this episode with Mamoru in pain. Uh, he's remembering Usagi's last words to him about saving him and saving the world and not giving up, etc. Et we cut back to where we left off in the last episode with Chibiusa trapped inside of a mirror, Phantom Zone style, uh, mm. with Usagi and the others uselessly pounding on the mirror. Uh, Nahelenia then teleports the mirror away to her side of her cursed mirror, and Senshi she that they have to navigate through the circus uh, using Mercury's little computer, so... At last, some sense. Yay.
0: I like when characters are being useful.
1: I like it when characters are being useful. I like it when everyone is just kind of like, okay, this is what we have to do, and it's like the right decision.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And also, this episode, we really start seeing... uh, it, We have a really strange difference between animation here and there. Like, some scenes have quite a bit of the budget, and then other scenes just don't. Yeah, it's
1: really obvious that like all the scenes with Chibi, Moon, Nahelenia, and Helios are better animated, and the other scenes are not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they threw all their budget into those scenes. Which, they're beautiful! Like, we've got some really pretty shots of Chibi Yusa.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're very much like, Nahelenia is gorgeous, and we spent a lot of time animating her, so you better appreciate.
0: Yeah. And Chibiusa is <laughs> super duper cute. Mm-hmm. And Helios looks like a horse sometimes.
1: Helios is just a horse. It's fine. Um, so Chibiusa is on the Hellenia side of the mirror. And when she gets there, she's not in the little trapped mirror anymore. But the stallion Reve, or Reeve, or I'm not really sure how to say that because it's French and I don't know French. Um, but that's the grail thing that Pegasus lives in. And apparently it literally translates to horse dream. Just so you know, Um, Chibiusa, like, holds, like, the floating stallion, Reve, and looks up and she sees Helios's, like, naked body all trapped up in the sky, and instead of being like, oh shit, how do I get him out of that, she blushes and recalls the time when he kissed her, and it's like, no, this is not the time for it, which is further proof when the Helenia shows up out of nowhere and, like, binds her up in the same type of web.
0: Yeah. She is a preteen girl. Give her a little slack. She just got... No,
1: I'm not going to give her any slack. Okay. <laughs> She's currently in soldier mode. She's facing yeah. off against the enemy in what is clearly the end game of this mission. She looks up and she sees him. Like I can understand her blushing for a second with being like, Oh, we kissed. That's really what he looks like. I'd be like, Oh, fuck. How do I get you out of here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... A combo of the two would have been fine. (laughs) Right. If she had been like, oh my god, you're naked, and like
1: blushed and covered her face, and then been like, wait, no, I have to get you out of here. It's like, but I need
0: to make sure you don't die, though.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Chibi Moon stops struggling in the the web that she's caught in. She gets really serious, and she demands, and Helena tells her why she's doing this all in the first place. And I love how serious she gets, because it's I think probably the most serious and straightforward we've ever seen any of the century.
0: Hmm. Well, definitely Chibiusa. Which uh sure Chibiusa. Yeah, which I think is really cool because her whole story arc is supposed to be going from like a damsel in distress little girl to mm-hmm. a soldier in her own right. So having her turn around and have this serious moment feels like it's part of connecting her arc. Um, the anime doesn't have such clear uh setups and payoffs just because the nature of the type of show it is at the time, you know, the Monster of the Week format. Mm-hmm. Uh but I do feel like it hearkens on that. You know, if we were to catch glimpses of that theme, catch glimpses of her arc, this would be one of those moments. And I wish they would have spent a little more time on it, but you know, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that theme is
1: kind of carried through literally in the ending theme song with uh, Rishiku Ikimashou. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's some indication of that. Yeah. But anyway, so Nahelenia answers Shibiusa's question by being all offended and being like, you don't understand what it's like being on a planet of emptiness and darkness and you see the moon shining and Queen Serenity is being a queen and everything's lovely for her and I don't have anything. But then I saw hope and it was the golden crystal and if I get the golden crystal then I can take the moon for myself. Uh, and we find out that she goes to Lycian. She Lyceon, see- this is in the past life, she goes to Lyceon, she sees Helia, she's like, I want the golden crystal she sees Helios and is like, oh, I want you and the golden crystal because you're pretty, so I'll take you too. And Helios is like, not how it works. Also, you can only take the golden crystal if you have a beautiful dream. And if it rejects you, it rejects you. And so she tries to take the crystal, it rejects her, and a bunch of flames show up. And because she's weakened by these flames, Queen Serenity seals her away. So, um, Nelenia, like any other classic incel is like i didn't do <laughs> so- anything wrong and i deserve everything and you should just give it to me
0: yeah that's i, I mean yeah yeah <laughs> that's about right um and we do get a lot of these flashbacks to the next few episodes it's kind of oh, like yeah. they're like explanation lore here you go Blah! last last couple episodes
1: they're like here's all your backstory that you were missing out on and also it doesn't Give it doesn't make her look sympathetic in any way, shape, or form. I just like sat back and was like, Am I supposed to feel sorry for you? You did this to yourself.
0: I don't think you are, which I kind of appreciate. I kind of appreciate their, mm-hmm. their, like, this is her backstory. This is her reasoning. Don't get me wrong. She's kind of awful. <laughs> like, yeah, she's arrogant. She's, she's vain. She's jealous. You know, she's envious. And, I mean, she's kind of all of the sins, you know? She's wrathful. Mm-hmm. Um, she mm-hmm. just wants everything for herself for for no good reason except for the fact that she wants it, you know? Mm-hmm. And as we get into more of these flashbacks, that doesn't get any better. <laughs> it gets no, worse. it really doesn't. It really but, doesn't. Like, I I have to appreciate that. I, I can get behind a well-written, sympathetic villain. But not every villain needs to be sympathetic. They can be misguided. They can be just played evil. I mean, she's not just played evil. she's just she's a mean girl Stupid. that went too far.. <laughs> she's petty. She is a petty queen. And here mm-hmm. we are.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh Queen serenity, like I said, Queen serenity sealed her away. Um, most recent eclipse weakened the seal enough that she was able to send her minions down to Earth to take the Golden Crystal and Helios, but was unable to capture them fully. Chibi Moon's like, okay, cool, you need to release Helios right now. And Nehelenia's like, okay, I'm not going to, and then tortures Chibi Moon while... Uh, there are a bunch of like Chibi Moon screams in these last four episodes, and they are upsetting. So Nehelenia, after torturing Chibi Moon into either silence or unconsciousness, orders Zirconia to finish off the remaining century because she doesn't want to be bothered with them anymore. Uh, meanwhile, the Amazonist Quartet are complaining by themselves in the Tiki Bar because they're bored. You know, they don't need to search for the Golden Mirror. They're not being told to do anything else. So they're just kind of like, eh. And then they start wondering, could we steal Pegasus? Because <laughs> clearly, like, that's what everyone's after. So why don't we take him? And Vespas is like, I wouldn't mess with Nahelenia if I were you. While she's making like this scrying telescope, so they can see exactly what Nahelenia is doing. Right. Uh, it it's not. It doesn't work right away. So Sarah Sarah and Jun Jun help, and they see Nahelenia monologuing at Chippy Moon, and they're like, What if we swap her out? So Palapala Pala makes a life size doll decoy. Jun Jun creates a. whole... Of Chibiusa. Yes. Is that not what I said?
0: Well, you said swap her out, and we're talking about a lot of characters, and you just hadn't this specified. Is,
1: this is true. So, a life size doll replica of Chibi Moon. And Junjun makes a hole and then swaps them out. So, Chibi Moon is now with the Amazonas Quartet, and Nahalania has no idea that they've been swapped. That's uh, great. The Senshi Cause, is the same. I mean, so by this funny.
0: point, yeah, because so by this point, Chibiusa, I mean, She's she's basically being tortured, you know, she's getting like a, electrocuted and screaming. She's getting tased. And yeah. so she's fallen unconscious. And so yeah, the the Amazonist quartet, they are bored, they see opportunity, they make a doll of her and just do a little swap. And uh it's it's kinda great. Um if if they were wise, if the bad guys were wise, they would have grabbed these girls and throw them into like the mirror maze with the senshi. You know, that's what I kind of was expecting. I was like, okay, now they're going to face off with the Amazonist Quartet. And no, they're just, right. they're just left hanging out, being bored, causing trouble because they are troublemaking little girls.
1: <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense that Nihelani was like, Zirconia, take care of the Senshi and also take the Amazonas Quartet with you to help finish them off. Like, right. Like teamwork makes the dream work. Again, poor management <sighs> in the Dead Moon Circus. And as yeah. we learn more about Nehellenia, we understand, like, the rot comes from the head down. Like, oh, this yeah. is really bad management. Like, these people need to go to classes. They need to have a consultant come in and evaluate them. Like, we're going to go full corporate retraining.
0: At least that's consistent all the way through. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh meanwhile the senshi are in a mirror maze trying to find their way out ami is uh or i should say mercury because they're transformed uh is directing them using her computer and super sailor moon pauses for a second to just kind of look at her reflection and we get like a slight horror thing here because when they shout at sailor moon to catch up with them she moves but the reflection doesn't and then like the eyes move to the side to follow sailor moon and i'm like i hate that
0: i hate mirror shit (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. You knew it I had knew. to happen. This whole season yeah. has been mirror iconography. It was only in i know. Of
1: time. I know, but I hate. I hate like when reflections don't do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> anyway. So Sailor Moon rushes to catch up with the rest of them, but it's too late. They all end up separated, and Zirconia is basically using their reflections against them to try to get them to give up on being senshi and follow their real dreams, uh, which is kind of like what happened in the manga to each of them separately. Um, But it's not as good.
0: But we're just speed Um, rushing it. We're speed speed running running it.
1: we're, We're going through each of them. Yeah, uh, And then we get to Sailor Moon, and Sailor Moon is like, huh, anyway, that's bullshit, and <laughs> uses a moon yeah. tiara action. And I am so happy to see, like, the crying sonic waves and the moon tiara action.
0: Oh, some of her original attacks get used. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Her old ass attacks. It's so nice to see. I love oh. the throwback. Yeah. Uh, it breaks all the mirrors, and all the she, you know, like... The other four kind of look like they're enchanted and Zirconi is like, do you really want to give up on your dreams? And then all four of them are like, uh, who said we gave up on our dreams just because we're Senshi? We're still going yeah. to do those things. We're just going to be Senshi at the same time.
0: Yeah. And it's it's pretty cool. Um, again, it's one of these things that they kind of rush through. I do think the setup could have been pretty neat there to have it all kind of happen at the same time as they're trapped in this maze. Uh, hmm. but we just didn't have the time to really spend with it and see it play out. But you do see that it's like, it's zirconia kind of infiltrating their mm-hmm. minds. And they are yeah. kind of, in, 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 it's not just them like listening to the reflection, talk at them. It's obvious that there's some type of like mild mind control, uh, affecting yeah. them. Um uh, but Zirconia like, is
1: using the reflections to try to enchant them.
0: Yeah. And Usagi is just, like, flat out, she's having flashbacks to, like, Mamoru suffering in bed and, like, Chibiusa, and she just does not even have time for, like, it's like, don't you want to be a normal girl? It's like, I gotta save people. I gotta save my husband. I gotta save my daughter. I gotta save the planet. I do not have time to think about this right now. Right? Usagi is like, that is no longer my dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have way more important things to take care of right now. <laughs> so that that's fun. I like those moments like uh, like Usagi herself. She could have been a Green Lantern. OK, her force of will is pretty great. That's
1: I I sh- I don't think any other Green Lantern could hold a candle to her.
0: Right. She'd yeah. be amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think she would, she would break. (laughs) She would would... break all of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because that is one of her greatest strength is her force of will, her resolution. Mm -hmm. Like she's not the smartest girl in the world, but she's hugely compassionate and has the strong, unbreakable will.
1: Yeah, and also she has, like, a lot of knowledge about manga and video games, so she can definitely imagine a
0: bunch of weird shit to throw at enemies. Oh man, right? Especially video games. Like, this, <laughs> this girl would just have a green laser gun, let's face it. Oh my gosh.
1: She would just be like, anyway, it's Gundam time. <laughs> yeah!
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sailor Moon! With the Green Lantern Gundam. Um, Can you imagine?
1: She would straight up just be like, anyway, here's Astro Boy. Here's literally all the Gundams.
0: (laughs) Metal Gear.
1: Here's all of my favorite ice skaters. And it's like, one of these things do not match. And it's just like, I just like ice skating.
0: (laughs) Because it's pretty.
1: Because it's pretty. So they'll defeat you in a beautiful way.
0: So if there's ever like a Sailor Moon uh, DC mashup, that's uh, that's my proposal. No.
1: Okay, sorry, I had a very instant, visceral reaction to that because
0: right now DC's is... we're not anyway, talking about it. We, that's <laughs> it. That's it. I just it, yeah, that's yeah. that's enough. That avenue. <laughs> Isha has a lot of
1: feelings about DC. Okay. Anyway, so Zirconia is like, don't think you have the upper hand yet because I, we have Chibi Moon. And mm-hmm. shows them Nehalenia and the decoy doll. Because it, she doesn't realize that Chibi Moon is a decoy now. Uh, we see in the Tiki Bar. The Amazonas Quartet have taken out Chibi Moon's mirror. So they can pull out Pegasus. And they try to like get on his back and fall through. And they're like, right. Because he's not real in this world. He's not
0: corporeal. So,
1: yeah. They're like, that's why. So Sarah Sarah's like, well, let's see if this works. And she puts these Pink reins around his head, and he does not like them. A bridle. Uh, And they're like, oh, that's what they're called a bridle. I could not. Mm. I was just like, all of the horse words, and I was just like, (laughs) what the fuck is that thing on their head? And all I could come up with was reins, and I'm like, that's what we're going with.
0: (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, saddle,
1: saddlebags, stirrups, all the things. I'm just like, (laughs) a bridle, yeah. Yeah, I probably could have googled it, but I didn't want to because I didn't. <laughs> I, I just didn't. Uh, anyway, so they try. One of them tries to take the golden crystal off of his head. Uh, he rears back. The holy flames pop up again. That pushes them back. And Pegasus just starts freaking out in like the circle of flames. And part of me is
0: like, why would the flames hurt you? They don't really make it clear. That he's even being hurt. I mean, I guess they do. The Amazonist quartet are like, oh, that's bad. He's on fire. Yeah. And Chibius mm-hmm. is like, oh, no. And they're like, yeah, this is this is when Chibi Moon wakes up and is like, what the
1: fuck did you do? And they're like, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, he did.
0: He did. You might want to help him. Actually, it might be too late. He might just kind of burn to death. They're really blase about it. Like they're they're not claiming that they did it. They are just flat out like that's that's not our fault, though.
1: Yeah. They're like, look, when we do bad things, we take credit.
0: But we didn't do that one. It just
1: happened. (laughs) So Chibi Moon, you know, goes through the flames. And again, we have this and it's so funny, because until Chibi Moon wakes up, the Amazonas quartet are not really animated that well. Until Mm -hmm. Chibi Moon goes through the flames and the quartet are watching her and suddenly the animation switches again. And it's better. And you know, the flames calm down around Chibi Moon as she grabs the the bridle and she kind of and she takes it off of him. And the Amazonas Quartet are like, "What the hell?" And then um, the and Zirconia, like Zirconia appears and the Hellenian's voice is there, and they're like, "What the fuck did you do?" Yeah, and traps Chibi Moon and Pegasus again, and then also puts the Amazonas Quartet into mirrors, not fully, so like parts of them are sticking out, like the top half of them usually. Yeah. Um, And then puts them in, like, a pocket dimension.
0: Yeah, so they're just, like, partway lodged into these mirrors. Yeah, in some kind of open, floating space. Shadow realm, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I,
1: like, the whole, the way that they had to, so this is a huge tangent, but the way that they had to dub Yu-Gi-Oh to fit (laughs) not only the sensors but also, like, the four kids idea is why i can never completely shit on dubs because we get amazing things like i'll send you to the shadow realm
0: because they can't say i'm gonna fucking kill you oh yeah yeah uh i'm the one who taught uh ron that that was a dubbing thing that was a localization thing and Mm -hmm. we make that reference all the time (laughs) you know, <laughs> like... Yeah,
1: like the shadow realm is a huge <laughs> deal to the English speaking community. And like, there's that one episode where like, if you every time you lose points, like the blades will get closer. And uh, if it touches you, you'll go to the shadow realm. And like, in the actual <laughs> original Japanese anime, it's just saw blades. And it's like, if you lose, your legs will be cut off and you'll it's, die. You will die. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like... <laughs> oh what happened to the spider oh i sent it to, i sent that guy to the shadow realm and we mean we killed the spider you know <laughs> so that's the kind of language we have in this household anyway
1: oh yeah oh yeah uh anyway episode 64 the cats are worrying over Memoria, who's still in pain and the solar eclipse that is continuing to happen luna remembers a story on the moon about a sorceress who had to be sealed away by queen serenity and she wonders if that's Related to what's happening now. And Artemis is like, I've also heard that story, but there's no way a seal by Queen Serenity could be undone. And all I could think was, hey, Artemis, Queen Metalia was sealed away by Queen Serenity.
0: It's like, isn't that everything so far? Isn't that everything that's happened so far? It's like, hey, Artemis, (sighs) hey, buddy. Hey, buddy,
1: her seals don't work. Although, granted, um, they do say in the first season that Queen Serenity, through the grief of losing her kingdom and her only child, did not fully or properly seal away Queen Metallia. And in uh, fairness, it did take a long time for the Helenia to be unsealed. And it was clearly that, like, clear that it was being weakened over time because Queen Serenity was no longer around. To, no one was using the Gensui show in a thousand years. Right, right. So I'll give that grace, but at the same time, it's like, hey, Artemis, buddy, this whole thing started because her seal didn't work the first time.
0: Yeah, it's like, let's not, let's not write that off yet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we do a
1: flashback into the Amazon jungle where the Amazon quartet girls are playing with each other, pala pala trips, and instead of them being dicks to her, they stop and, you know, wait for her to get up and tell her she's okay Uh, Then there's a light through the trees and they find an old mirror halfway buried in shallow water. And then we flash forward to the present with all of them stuck in their mirrors. And Sarah Sarah, because she's the flower girl, um, is plucking petals, being like, we'll get out. We won't get out. We'll get out. We won't get out. Um, But ultimately lands on we will get out. So she's like, hey, the fortune telling says we'll get out. And Jun Jun is like, your fortune telling never works. And Jinjin is like, maybe we can use our magic to get out. And she actually gets herself out of the mirror. But she's still floating in this bizarre space. Well, she almost falls door. off of it. <laughs> yeah, she has to hold onto her mirror and like drag herself back up. And Pal Pal is like, Nahelani is not really mad at us. We just have to have faith in her. She's going to get us out. Sadly. Yeah. And, and then we flash back again to the jungle. And I don't know why they cut these in between. Like, why didn't you just have it as a continuous scene?
0: I think we could describe the, it as a continuous scene, though. Just know that these are broken up.
1: Okay. But we go back to the past, and the mirror that they found in the water in the jungle is Queen Nehelenia's mirror. That's what she was sealed away in by Queen Serenity. And Helenia is like, thank you for freeing me. As a reward, you get these orbs, these magic orbs, and these will keep you young and childish.
0: Yeah, well, because their wish is to never grow up. Because they fear yeah, that this... once they grow up, that all their dreams will be uh, forfeit, basically. That mm-hmm. their dreams won't come true.
1: Right. It's just like, this will preserve you forever. And so back in the future, or not the future, back in the present, Queen of Hellenia, uh is like, I'm going to kill Chibi Moon. Zirconia actually killed the Senshi this time. Don't use your magic to try to ensorcel them with this. Give up on your dreams bullshit.
0: <laughs> Quit screwing around. Just murder them. Just straight
1: murder. Uh, and then Nihelenia makes this violent, violet column of light go straight through Chibimoon's Moon's chest to pull out the golden mirror. And we've seen mirrors being taken out so many times in this series. It is not necessary for her to be violent. She's just being an asshole. Oh, yeah. And so the mirror comes out pegasus is pulled out of the mirror and nehenia is like get the fuck back into your actual body or i'll kill this girl and pegasus hesitates cuz chibi moon is still a little conscious and she's like don't do it and um, but pegasus doesn't want her to die but he waits for her for chibi moon's mirror to go back into her before he starts to move towards nehenia and he still hesitates and nehenia is like do not test me i will murder her right so he <laughs> so he He's does like, we're rejoin. not playing games here yeah she's like I'm done so he does rejoin with his body we go back to Zirconia and Senshi so Zirconia does the whatever the Naruto copy jutsu is
0: <laughs>
1: yeah that <laughs> one. like, yeah you know what I'm talking about and is like fight me you can't fight all of me at once and the Senshi are like okay uh, it's a very kind of, like, magic setup sort of thing. Uh, it's actually a cool visual setup, but I can't describe it.
0: Well, I mean, how many times have they faced this? They've had multiple villains over the years split themselves up into, like, a myriad of duplicates. Like,
1: Did this not just happen with Germatoid?
0: Oh, yeah, it did. Definitely. Yeah. And so, like, nobody's, like, batting an eyelash. Nobody is, like... Oh my god, what do we do? There's so many of them! Like, Ami just pulls out her computer, and she's like, One of these has got to, like, the the real one has to be hiding among them. Let me find it. She pulls it up. There's only one that has, what's the little floating eyeball? Zircon. Zircon. There's only one that has Zircon floating over her staff. And she's just like, there it is! And <laughs> Zirconia's like, how could you know? <laughs> it's just like... It's like, are you serious? It's like, girl, this ain't our first rodeo. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And anyway, they blast her. Meanwhile, with Nahelenia and Helios, uh, Nahelenia is like, you're mine now. Helios is like, the fuck I am. And he glares at her so hard. Oh, it's great. That Nahelenia's tragic, weak little mindset can't take it. And is like, don't look at me like that. And her face starts to wrinkle. And she screams and throws Helios, like, psychically in the direction of Chibi Moon, who gets up in time to catch him so he doesn't, you know, hit the wall. And in this moment, Chibi Moon and Helios are like, oh, my God, we're meeting in person for the first time, like, for real. And they hug and it's like, time and place, my guy. So Nelani is mad that they're happy to see each other and traps them in a web to pull them apart. And they grab each other's hand, and Helios calls out, Chibiusa. And Chibiusa's like, oh my god, this is the first time you've called me by my name. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a little brief moment where they just, like, smile at each other, and then they're pulled away. Because it's like, of course they're pulled away. And... So in the in the little dimension where the quartet is being held captive, Vespes pulls out her little scrying thing. And instead of seeing what Helenia is doing, they accidentally tune into Zirconia fighting the Senshi uh, and they see Zirconia get got yeah. by the Senshi once, once Mercury is like, anyway, that's the real one.
0: Yeah, so they watch the way that that battle plays out, and they're like, "Whoa, oh, dang, she's having a rough time over there." <laughs> mm-hmm. So zirconia being defeated,
1: but not completely out, like calls out to Nahelenia to help her. So Nahelenia's like, "Okay, fine." And the Amazonas quartet leave the mirror dimension, and they're like, "All right, it's time to fight these senshi." Uh, but instead of that happening, their ho- their whole they pull up their orbs to fight, but they're but then they all kind of get bound up. Yeah, And then all of their power is taken from them and given to Zirconia to fight. Which, honestly, bad move. Because Zirconia doesn't know what the fuck she's doing.
0: Well, yeah. But at the same time... So they think... Yeah. They think they're being summoned to join the fight. When Mm -hmm. really they're just acting as batteries for Zirconia. uh, Which we... I think makes more sense in retrospect when you start to learn what zirconia is Mm -hmm. um because she's i mean spoiler alert we're gonna get into it in a second anyways she is an extension of uh nihilenia she is a reflection of nihilenia so in some ways they're one and the same person while being separated Mm -hmm. you know so it makes sense that she would use her proxy and try to power up her proxy versus and trusting these girls who literally just betrayed her a bit ago so oh
1: it would 100% make sense on yeah.
0: multiple levels including the
1: i'm bad at managing my
0: employees <laughs> my employees yeah <laughs> yeah the only way so, it doesn't make sense is the fact that that zirconia sucks so <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so uh zirconia starts blasting all the senshi uh, Sailor Moon tries to free the Amazonist Quartet who are surprised that Sailor Moon would try to free them but she gets blasted back from the power surge Mercury uses her computer and is like the orbs are what's taking your power if you destroy the orbs you'll be free and the Amazonist Quartet are like but the orbs are what give us our magic and keep us from aging and we don't want to grow up and lose our magic and our dreams and Sailor Moon is like You'll still have dreams as adults, like maybe they'll be different, but you're never going to stop dreaming just because you grow up and then gets blasted. I'm going to say gets blasted a lot in these next couple of episodes because people are getting hit back and forth just constantly. Yeah.
0: Is it Pella one of them states, she's like, wait, didn't, didn't Nihilidia say that these were made from our power in the first place? It was Sarasara. It's Sarasara. At some
1: point... Well, no, not in this episode, but like Junjin later says, like, wait a minute, didn't Nihelania tell us that our power fuels this? But Sarasara is the one who leads the charge and is like, well, time to destroy these things. And so they all destroy their orbs by throwing them on the ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, And without their power, Zirconia retreats. And I do want to mention that Zirconia fighting the Senshi with all of this power is the best she has ever looked. (laughs) She's animated... With so much care. Like, she has fewer wrinkles. Like, I <laughs> just need to
0: to, put, her, to point that her, out. Her lipstick's on point. <laughs> her,
1: truly. It's not, like, this weird, pale, like, nude shade. It's not, you know, like, before it's just, like, honey, that is not the color for you. It's a color for her now. Like, they care about
0: zirconia. Yeah. Um, so. She has her moment now. <laughs>
1: Anyway, she retreats, and the Amazonist Quartet are like, anyway, this is how to navigate the tent. This is how you're going to find Nahelenia. So Nahelenia with Helios and Chibi Moon, now that she's yanked them apart, she goes up to Helios, grabs the horn on his head, and then like a bunch of weird things happen. There's this burst of light. There's like feathers on a black background in between scenes. We see Chibi Moon. We hear Chibi Moon scream. Feathers. We see memorial in pain. Feathers. We see you know, like Helios and then Nehalenia has the golden crystal in her hand and Helios vanishes. Uh, And then Nehalenia taunts Chibi Moon and is like, I'm going to curse you. And then we see Zirconia in her room with the Nehalenia mirror. And Nehalenia is like, Hey, Zirconia, what's your dream? And Zirconia is like, obviously to see you on the other side of this mirror in your full power. And Nehalenia is like, check this out. And then comes through the mirror and then kills Zirconia.
0: Yep. And this is, it's kind of an iconic moment because this is, you know, we were a little bit confused about this in the manga, and they still Mm -hmm. don't elaborate on it a whole lot in the anime, but Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, if your dream has, if what brings you happiness is seeing my beauty, imagine how awful it's been staring back at your ugliness. And it's like, damn. (laughs) Rude. But she does kind of, yeah, she does reflect here that Zirconia was a part of herself. And Mm. I don't know, I kind of got the impression that in order to exist on that side of the mirror, she needed to get rid of Zirconia because Zirconia was like a piece of her.
1: Yeah, it was more like she had to destroy Zirconia in order to take her back into herself.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but she also just. <laughs>
1: she also did it in, like, the rudest way possible.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway,
1: Chibi Moon has been cursed into an eternal sleep. There is a bunch of storms happening outside and a bunch of circus tents descend upon the earth. So it's not just one Dead Moon circus. It's thousands.
0: Little circus uh, tents. Yeah. There's just a, like, a whole conclave of them.
1: Yep. So in episode 165. And then things get more spider webby.
0: tell me why there are so many children playing on playgrounds in this like spiderweb world (laughs) i was gonna bring this up when we got to that okay (laughs) because i had
1: a lot i was just like wait the fuck like wait a minute
0: wait a minute um (laughs) but 166 165 165 oh 165 excuse me
1: yeah so we get a recap of like the last four minutes of the previous episode Uh, Because, again, this is a weekly show. Anyone who missed it last week needs to be caught up. And voice tells the Sentry that Chibi Moon is cursed and will never awaken because they find her body just like lying there unconscious. Uh, The circus tent starts to fall apart around them. And Jupiter, in a really cool move, uses Oak Evolution to destroy the falling debris so there's a circle of free space around them so that they're not crushed to death. They turn and they see Queen Nahelenia on a throne, looking amazing. Uh, and she <laughs> declares herself the true queen of the moon and the world and that they don't understand the suffering she felt from being sealed. Uh, meanwhile, the cats see all of these tents and f- descending from Momori's window and Momori was calling out for Usagi and Chibiusa uh, with the rubble. Sailor Moon is trying to wake up Chibi Moon and but is mostly just holding her when they all get attacked by Nihelenia. Venus is like, fuck this, actually. Uh, sends an attack, it gets blocked. The others send their attacks, they get blocked. Nihelenia tells essentially to kneel, and Jupiter's like, uh, you'll have to kill us first. And so Nihelenia tries to kill them. <laughs> She's like, I, I can do that. She's like, all right, but I really appreciated Jupiter being like, fuck you, I'd rather die. Right. So the Amazonas Quartet are kind of huddled in like a safe space watching all of this happen. Uh, and they are impressed by Nahelenia's powers. And they're like, damn, the Golden Crystal really can do all that. And then they wonder, God bless them, if they can take the Golden Crystal. And it's just like, oh, but wait, our magic is gone because we destroyed the orbs. And Palapal is like, is our magic actually gone? And I didn't. And Junjun is like, well, Nahelenia did tell us that the Dead Moon Circus got a lot of power from our abilities, so maybe we still have magic and I don't remember which one creates the pineapple but it's one of Pala, I think Pala. it's Westfest.
0: No. Is it Palapala? Pala? I'm pretty sure it's Palapala cuz she's like, "Are you sure?" She's like pineapple.
1: Yeah, so they they're just like let's try to make magic and they make a tiny pineapple and they're like, "All right, let's do it." So Super Sailor Moon is lying on the ground after being blasted. She remembers all of her happy memories with Mamoru and Yusa. and she was like, "I'm not giving up." We're going to defeat you. And so her other four sentry get up with her and they combine their powers to do a Sailor Planet attack. And it's very emotional and it does absolutely fucking nothing. Meanwhile, Spirit Helios appears to Mamoru and we see for the first time in forever Prince Endemion. So they basically go into a dreamscape where Mamoru is dressed as Prince Endemion. He meets. He's in like the crumbling remains of Elysion and realizes that this. And Helios tells him like this: these are the remains of the Golden Kingdom. So instead of like Elysion being like a separate thing from the Golden Kingdom, like it is in the manga, it just is
0: the Golden it's Kingdom. Part of it. Uh, I yeah, I thought it was a place that existed within the Golden Kingdom. That's the impression I got. But there was a lot going on. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: the golden king, the the golden kingdom was the whole earth, but this was like what I got from it was that this was the palace. Gotcha. Yeah. And Helios is like, hey, I'm sorry for failing at my job, and Bemar is like, hey, are you Pegasus? And, yeah, but also I'm sorry for failing at my job, and now you and the planet are gonna die, and all of the dreams are going to be destroyed and taken away. And Amaru is like, I don't think you can actually fully destroy dreams. And then he, he does like a really nice speech um, that I did not write down, but it's really, it's actually quite lovely and moving. And then he, you know, he's like, I don't believe dreams can fully be destroyed. And he, and there's all these black roses and Elysian and he turns and there's this beautiful bright red rose. And he asks Helios, did you only protect dreams because it was your job? Or did you do it because you wanted to? And Helios is like, I did it because it was my, because I like, it was my duty, but it was also my desire and it's also his dream. And then he kind of gets a little bit of power and goes to help the sentry.
0: Yeah, I I really like this scene. Um, I, you know, in the manga, um, Mamoru had that black rose in his lungs you know? Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see them carry over the black rose iconography in some way. And of course, we know roses are associated with Mamoru, Tuxedo Mask, um, Prince Endymion. And then to see, mm-hmm. like, his red rose, because that red rose represents him. that He always chucks one, you know? Yeah. Uh, roses represent him. So to see that one red red rose break through at that moment, that was nice. That was a nice um symbolism there some nice iconography there and um, hey did all
1: of his red roses come from elysium
0: i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know could be why they can like cut through everything um no i don't they come from his friend he has a friend that grows roses in the anime in the anime Anyways. I don't remember. They they don't specifically say there's some little hints as to where those roses might come from. Oh but, yeah, there was
1: like uh, one episode in like R in like S, I think, where he's just like, This is my friend, he grows a bunch of roses. Yeah,
0: and they have the greenhouse yeah, and everything. Yeah, that's have, right. Like, the I forgot. Yeah. Anyways, um it's really cool. Uh I liked seeing Mamaru, and of course, you know, he's always big on his speeches, so it was very fitting for his character.
1: I felt moved and also just like wow when they really want to use Mamoru like they use him really well and I don't know why they couldn't use him more. And better. Yeah, you know, it just made me it made me a little sad. Yeah. It's just like, oh man, like he really could have added something.
0: Yeah. Um, He had a really good moment.
1: Yeah, he really did have a good moment. Uh, Anyway, with Senshi, they're getting totally battered. And then Helios appears in the background over unconscious Chibi Moon. And then he kisses her awake because obviously Trilo's kiss cures eternal sleep curse. Uh, And all the girls are like, whoa, we didn't know you guys had that kind of relationship. And I'm like, four episodes ago, you didn't know they had a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. Uh, They're
0: just like, wait, it, it is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is very, it is very cute. And Nehlenia, like, sends another blast because Helios has appeared and woken up Chibi Moon with a kiss. Uh, And then she's like, as long as I have this golden crystal, Nehlenia raises her hand and then she realizes she's holding the pineapple.
0: Yeah, one of the since she points it out. She's like, is that supposed to be the golden crystal? And she looks and it's the mini pineapple. It's so cute. And she's, it's, It's... she's like, oh, what the fuck? It's great. It's great. It's so good. It's so good. The is
1: quartet are like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, and because they've got the golden crystal and they toss it at Sailor Moon. They're like, you use this to, to fix everything. And so Sailor Moon tries to use it and we get like the important music and there's a shining light and then it doesn't work. And... Nehlenia laughs and says the golden crystal either amps up her darkness or draws on the positive power of people's dreams. And right now, no one's dreaming anymore. Dreams have been destroyed because Elysian has been destroyed. And Helios shouts that this isn't true. And Nihelenia captures him again. I know we've talked before about how, like, Mamoru is often the damsel in distress in Sailor Moon. But
0: jeez, Helios. Helios. I mean, Helios is even isn't a fighter at all. You know, he's purely oh a support character. He's a priest, you know, he's purely a support character. So, like, he's it, like the weakest priest ever. Yeah. This is his entire other motif, though. He is the damsel in distress. They gotta rescue him again. It's fine. Yeah,
1: more than a memorial, he's the damsel in distress. Um,
0: yeah. At this point, Chitty Moon
1: goes up to Sailor Moon and like also cups her hands around the golden crystal. And she calls out to all of the people on Earth with beautiful dreams to help. And this made me a little emotional because I'm easily moved. <laughs> and then we see all of the former dream victims kind of, like, come forward, sort of hypnotized, saying you know, you know, like come forward and shout Moon Crisis makeup. And so all of these victims come looking like they're hypnotized. They're not at the tent, but you know, outside of their homes to say Moon Crisis Power. And a whole bunch of them are children because the quartet were just wholesale taking out babies, mirrors.
0: Yeah. They had no problem. And with like that. you
1: said And like you said, all of the like we see Inaziki come out of a building and Motoki's like, what are you doing? Don't go outside like
0: this. But all of these children are straight up playing on playgrounds. I guess their parents were like, eh, it's the end of the world. What are we going to do? Shut them up in the house? <laughs> the city is covered in darkness and cobwebs. And they're play
1: They're just like, yeah, you know, like. We're going to play whatever. But their parents are just like, the world's going to end. Might as well, like, you know get some fun out of it, like, while their dad smokes or some shit. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they're out playing <laughs> on the playground. We see kids on the playground. We see previous characters. We see, like, the, the preschool teacher. Um, all of them come out and say the phrase. Uh, which mm-hmm. is really cute, because, like, it, it, Chibius is calling on them. It's like, everybody with beautiful dreams, you know, give us your power. Say moon po- um, Was it moon prism? Moon crisis power. Moon crisis power. Crisis <laughs> power. It, what what I thought was really cute about that is it, it kind of felt like an homage to um, live shows, you know, where you call yeah. upon the audience to like join in and everybody lends you their power, because that's how so many of those shows end, right? Like everybody lend lends yeah. your power, everybody call out hold up your wand. You know? <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Right? <laughs> that's so true. I didn't even
1: think about that. I think that's, that happened a couple times in, in musicals.
0: No, that's so cute. Yeah, that's Aww. what it gave me. It gave me those vibes, uh, and I loved it. I was like, aw.
1: That's so sweet. I, uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, I almost expected them to turn to the TV at some point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Chibiusa pulls Adora
1: <laughs> right there is a concentration of power and the Sailor Moons together blast Queen Nihelenia and the tent and there's just like a big thing of light uh, and that's the end of the episode episode 166 opens with a recap of what happened in like the last few minutes we see the light burst through and everyone is on the ground Sailor Moon gets up to see Nihelenia holding Chibi Moon with like the shoulders up in shadow and Chibi Moon is holding the golden crystal. The eclipse completes and all of the remains of the Dead Moon Circus start to float up, including the little platform that Nahelenia is standing on. And Nahelenia is like, anyway, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna take this kid with me. And Sailor Moon, like, runs up to catch up to Nahelenia and Chibi Moon. And at the top of this platform, like, Now, Lenny has already discarded Chibi Moon's unconscious form and is just kneeling against her mirror. Um, And instead of having her beautiful black hair, it's all completely white. And we see that she has shriveled up into Zirconia. Mm -hmm. And she turns as Sailor Moon approaches the top and, you know, talks shit about the white moon and is like, are you the reincarnation of Queen Serenity? Um, Close. No dice. Uh, Princess Serenity. Wrong Serenity. Right. And then we get Nahelenea's tragic backstory, which yes. is that she was so a queen of her own back of her own planet,
0: that and was she was beautiful. beautiful.
1: And she was beautiful and she was young and everybody loved her and told her how beautiful she was. And then she had this magic mirror and she asked the mirror if she was always going to be beautiful. And the mirror was like, anyway, here's like the zirconia face. And she freaks out so badly that she starts smashing up every single thing in her room out of fear. And then the mirror starts chanting that never forget a child's dream. You know, the the rhyme from before. Yeah. Never forget to remember that thing. Yeah. And at this point, I'm just sitting back and I'm like, so the mirror was cursed. She got a cursed magic mirror. Seems so. Yeah. Uh, and and it then it sh- corrupts her. the mirror. Sh- yeah. And the Helen is like, what can I do to stop this? And the mirror shows the circus tent. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to stay eternally young. And in order to do this, she takes all the dreams of all of her people, and we find out that the lemures are the corpses of all of her court retainers.
0: Yeah. So basically, everyone of her kingdom, she devours their mirrors. And as she does, they get turned into these the circus characters, the circus members. Which is really screwed up. Because um, <laughs> her it's kingdom- It's
1: really messed up. It's
0: really dark. I actually
1: appreciate that they're like, no, these lemures are people- And I love, or yeah, and I kind of love that um, it really takes a look at episode 163 where she was like, I had nothing and Queen Serenity had everything and it's not
0: fair. And it's like, bitch, you did this to yourself. She did. Yeah, she had all of these people who loved her and adored her and served her uh, in this beautiful kingdom. Like the kingdom, I I noticed uh, there was a strong like Rose of Versailles feel to the character designs of the people of her kingdom. So uh, she even had a little bit of, like, the Marie Antoinette kind of feel (laughs) in that scene. A little bit, yeah, when her face was drawn. It was cute. It was really cute, and a lot of the character designs definitely had a strong... I think there was an intentional homage to that art style in that scene. Um, For sure. But yeah, yeah, and you see it's really cute, like... uh, And she chose to ruin all of it. She chose her vanity over her people. Mm -hmm. So this is the
1: eventual consequence of pretty privilege. I just (laughs) want to let y'all know that uh, when you're born beautiful and everyone keeps telling you you're beautiful, and then as you age, you become less beautiful because societal standards are fucked up. Mm. Um, You slowly go and sing. So it's really okay to be... It's not great to be beautiful or ugly it's really it's really fine to just be middle of the ground you know just like, be you yeah yeah it's like you're not horrible to look at but also i probably couldn't pick you up out of a lineup <laughs> that's the kind of face i'm going for <laughs> um she says having never committed a crime
0: yeah <laughs> sure <Anyway. laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, it's again, I I appreciate like, she really does not have a sympathetic motivation. And it's kind of great. I'm I'm here for mm-hmm. it. It's like they didn't have to make it complicated. They didn't have to give her like a genuine sob story. Her story is I didn't want to get old and ugly. I liked being super pretty, and I, d- I destroyed and devoured everything around me so I could maintain that as long as I could. And I like how this carries over. So we, we have our final... Is this leading into our final uh, encounter? Or This is. This is the end. This is so she...
1: Yeah, this is it. So she tells Sailor Moon, do you know why we're floating up? And Sailor Moon's like, no. It's like, we're going up because the eclipse is over and I'm going to be resealed. I was able to come through with the weakness and now it's been broken and I'm going back to being sealed again. But I don't mind because at least when I'm sealed away, I'm young and beautiful. And yeah. Sailor Moon gives her the saddest look and Nehalenia screams again not to look at her like that. Don't look at her with sympathy. Yeah, um, And she like shoots out one arm that instead of being a hand that chokes Sailor Moon. It turns into Zirconia has yeah. two separate hands, then
0: chokes Sailor Moon. It's nuts. It's just like
1: it's it's creepy in a way that I can't describe. But I was also just like, that is so extra, ma'am. It's kind of great though because oh, like, it's so
0: good. Yeah, and beautifully animated, so mm-hmm. smooth. It's like as beautiful as she is, she becomes so monstrous in this scene not just visually but in her actions as well you know and yeah. um you know sailor moon does kind of try to entreat her to like you don't have to be locked away anymore like you don't have to stay trapped and she's like nah she she knows she's lost you know she's like nah i want to be trapped i want to be trapped yeah. and pretty
1: <laughs> you know. She's she's like, at least in this I can have my dream. And so while she's choking out Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon manages to get out um that she feels sorry for her. And Helena is so overwhelmed by this that she lets her go and then screams again, don't look at me like that, grabs Chibi Moon's unconscious form and throws her off the platform yeah. and is like, ha You've lost her now. I've lost everything. You've lost everything. Like you know, neither of us wins. And then Sailor Moon goes to the edge and is like, "I'm not going to be beaten." And then throws herself off to catch Chibi Moon. Yeah. And Helena is like, "Well, damn." Anyway, I guess I'm going to go be resealed.
0: Yeah. Helena is kind of iconic like that, though. She's like oh. I
1: really have enjoyed every time Nehalenia has showed up because she is so extra and has so many feelings and is just so dramatic and overboard. Yeah. And she's... even though, like, she caused her own torture,
0: <laughs> she expresses it so well. She's peak camp, you know? <gasps> she is camp. Am I wrong? <laughs> You're not wrong. She's kind of great. Um no, I I love it. Um there is there is kind of like a a strong uh death becomes her vibe where it's like mm. she is her own worst enemy and she's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's great. All of all of the torment she faces is of her own doing. And she doesn't regret any of it.
1: Not even a little bit. He's just like, okay. So I failed this time. But it's okay, because I get to be young and pretty
0: again. She doesn't learn a single lesson. She doesn't regret anything. There is no moment of reflection of like, maybe I shouldn't have valued my beauty over my subjects. No. She's just like, screw you. I wanted to win. I'm throwing your daughter off a cliff. Bye. And that's why we need the first six episodes of Sailor Stars to wrap up her storyline because they didn't fucking do it in this <laughs> one. I don't. I I actually kind of like where it ends here, though. I like that she's like, "Whatever, I'm beautiful and trapped. I'm fine with this." <laughs> so
1: there is a point where I'm content, and then there's a cut, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, So Sailor Moon is falling and she's like, there's some great music and great animation. Like we see like Chibi Moon is just like falling with like her arms in the air and Sailor Moon is doing, you know, the whole like head down, arms and legs behind her to get as much um, sheer as she possibly can to get. Yes. Speed as in order to get to Chibi Moon. And she's like, shit, I can't catch up to her because she's had such a head start. And then as the eclipse fully passes and the sunlight falls on her. She transforms from Super Sailor Moon into her Princess Serenity dress and it speeds her up enough and she reaches forward and she grabs Chibi Moon around the waist and then, you know, like, starts to sort of, like, slap her gently and is like, you know, wake up, wake up before we hit the ground. Like, I need you to wake up. Um, Chibi Moon wakes up. She activates the Golden Crystal. Helios is summoned by the crystal he's like oh i have to go save her and turns into pegasus in order to catch them but instead so we see pegasus like come to what we think is to catch them on his back but there's a flash of light and then we see both of them in the princess serenity dress with pairs of wings on each of them as they float down from the sky and it's such a beautiful image it's and then we get a and then we get a harsh cut To everything being fine, and them in a park saying goodbye to Helios. Yeah. And And it was such an emotional... Whiplash. (laughs) Yes, whiplash. I could not remember the word, but it was just so intense that I was like, what just happened? They're like, we don't have enough time left in the episode, we gotta wrap this up. We gotta wrap this up. So everyone is actually really sweet to Helios. They're like, "Do you really have to leave?" Like all of them are like, "You don't have to go." And Ray full on is like, "We have an extra room in in the temple. Like if you want to stay, yeah, which is and so he's cute. It's really sweet. Um, and like Ray is completely genuine. It's not like you know because nothing. It's just like we will keep you. We'll take care of you. Yeah. Um. And so Usagi has to drag Chibiusa because Chibiusa is hiding behind everyone. And she's like, you have to say goodbye to him. And Chibiusa is embarrassed. But she, you know, but she does stand in front of him and, you know, she thanks him and he kneels and he kisses her hand. And everyone's like, oh, it's really sweet. It's so cute. I actually I really love this moment because like, yeah, that's what would happen when like family sees like the child of the family. Have a little romantic encounter for the first time.
0: Her little first crush and everything like that, yeah. It's not even
1: a first crush. This is properly first love.
0: Yeah, it's cute. You know, like,
1: at some point, like, all of the, like, the other Force engineer just, like, I cannot believe used to beat us to the punch.
0: Yeah, they do. (laughs) Um, You know, one thing I liked about this romance is, um, so... Especially magical girl anime of this time, they unfortunately have some uncomfortable age gap relationships. Um, mm-hmm. They keep Helios's age ambiguous. He is a magical being, but they clearly depict him as like much younger than like Mamoru, and he's not an adult. They make it very clear mm-hmm. he's not an adult. He seems younger than than the senshi, you know. So they do a good job depicting him that, you know, physically and emotionally, he is younger. So it feels like an okay, innocent relationship between the two of them. And their behavior toward each other is very soft and innocent. Nothing nothing gets creepy, you know? Right. Like, it's less about... And, well, there's also the advantage of... You know, them
1: just talking to each other for a long time. And yeah. Uh, granted, Pegasus should have been more open with her. But right. there's a lot of like, oh, you drew a boundary and I have to respect it. And when there isn't a respecting of boundaries, there is like an immediate backlash and like, oh, I I messed up by pushing this. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually kind of like, even though the whole relationship is messed up when you consider like what, how it came about. Um, their interactions with each other are very pure and straightforward yeah. and uh and it's not really until the end, like Chibbyso is like full on crushing on him the whole time, and Helios does not see it for ages, yeah,
0: yeah, so
1: it's 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 very sweet, it's very innocent, it's very pure um
0: so and while it feels- Helios need. It feels appropriate, too. It feels like an appropriate relationship for the age that they kind of have them in. Um, Yeah.
1: And that's kind of the case in the manga, too. I mean, Helios is
0: very old, but
1: Chibiusa has also been alive for 999 years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's not about the chronology, but the, the way they're depicted, you know?
1: Yeah, but the way, you know, but like that age gap is is still there but like also not there because they're both sort of developmentally similar because helios yes. has also been unconscious for thousands of years yeah um and it's very and they say like at the end of the manga you know like when i grow up helios and i can continue essentially helios can be my prince yeah
0: you know yeah they but do it's very much
1: a, i am not actually ready for that yeah even though i love him
0: yeah yeah uh, which I appreciate, because uh, in some some shows of this time, that's not the case.
1: Mm-hmm. We uh, should talk about this more in their episode.
0: Okay, yeah. But yeah, let's wrap yeah. up this episode. We're almost to the yes. end here. They're having this cute moment. We have two
1: seconds. And um, so Helios kneels, all the others are like, ooh. And I love that Memorial doesn't play like that stereotypical don't touch my daughter type. Yeah, uh, He's he's happy for his daughter, uh, and Chibi Yusa is so embarrassed by everybody watching her that she shouts, look, there's a UFO, and they all are like, what, where? They know what she's doing, but they understand why she's doing it. Uh, and she hugged, she gives Helios like a real strong hug, and we see the Amazonist quartet watching them from the trees, and Palo is like, are we really not going to say goodbye? And they're like, we don't need to. And I'm sitting there being like, so we never learned what the fuck you are.
0: <laughs> yeah. We just know that they're Okay. They're they're just a group of girls who were living in the Amazon who discovered a magic mirror and lived okay. their life.
1: <laughs> they're magical Amazon jungle
0: girls. Spirits.
1: I don't know. Whatever. Um just, so Helios Just group of girls. <laughs> they're so cute. Just though. some gals having fun. Yep. Uh, so at this point, Helios turns to leave, and he goes, and Shibius is like, wait, but I didn't get to tell you my dream yet. Uh, I'm kind of like, he lived in it, so I think he knows. Uh, <laughs> Isagi soothes her and say, by saying that, uh, she and Helios will meet again, and that is the end of Super S. Or is it? Because we have six episodes at the beginning of Stars which is wrapping up Nehalenia. Um, so that's- so that is the episode- that's coming up next because we're just going to cover those six episodes in a slightly different format. We're not going to go episode by episode. We're just going to hit all of the key points because I'm tired. <laughs> and it's
0: it's not as significant. Like this story and this story in many ways has been wrapped up. Like Chibiusa's yeah. story has been wrapped up. We got a little bit more of Nihilenia's story to go but like her arc that that's about it. Um, yeah,
1: those next six episodes are basically like, anyway, uh, here's the outer century.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically just kind of introducing them back into the story. So yeah, yeah, uh, but it's been fun. I wish some of these story beats had been spread out through the season, but again, it's kind of limited to the format of the day. You know,
1: I under, yeah, I understand that it's monster of the week that we're in a fully episodic yeah lifestyle right now when it comes to TV, but I do think that there were ways for them to have incorporated this like they did with the Dark Kingdom where they did kind of restate, you know, the enemy's uh, purpose or, oh God, there's like corporate speak for this and I can't. And my brain is so bad that I can't remember words. It just remembers, like, oh, yeah, there's a word for this. What is it? Mm. Don't know. Yeah. But um, basically, you know, just to restate the enemy's intent at the beginning of the episode or whenever you see the enemy in that episode. Like, I didn't need minutes to hours of the Amazon trio sitting in their bar saying some really awful shit about people.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was bizarre um, I didn't need to f- I didn't need to know that Tiger's
1: Eye is a pedophile
0: <laughs> good lord speaking of inappropriate relationships in shoujo anime uh oh, I- well <sighs> but we won't speak of that right now I mean
1: Tiger's Eye you know like anybody who like a lot of people within the Sailor Moon fandom love Naru Nephrite it's a completely inappropriate relationship but i would take nairneffrite any day over like anything with tigers. Yeah. Eye.
0: That one at least uh, again the ages were inappropriate for that relationship. But the mm-hmm. way that it was kind of built was mm-hmm. was sweet, you know? Had he been Yeah, it was had he been a younger character or had she been an older character, the way that played out would have been just perfectly fine. Um Mhm.
1: And also, like, Nephrite wasn't encouraging Naru. He was really confused by Naru.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Um, It wasn't like he was trying to manipulate her. Anyways, we won't get it. We don't want to end on that note. Um. We won't end on that note. Um, (laughs) Overall, how I felt about Super S was
1: that um, I as it finished, as I saw Princess Serenity grab Chibi Moon, I was like, oh, I remember now what I felt when I watched this the first time, which was I was really impressed by that scene and -hmm. then completely let down when I realized that was the end of the episodes for the season. Because I was like, wait a minute, we've missed half of the story.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I really like the way they ended this season. Again, I wish they could have had more of what we got at the end there. Um, And I do kind of wish the Amazonist Quartet had been alluded to as... Future Senshi, because they they were so cute. They were neutral from the beginning, so I feel like their redemption would have been very smooth. But you know, we didn't quite go there, and that's okay. Um,
1: yeah, it's again. I wish they'd spent less time with the Amazon trio, more time with the Amazon quartet.
0: Yeah, I agree. They they their characters were a lot more entertaining. Um, they were a lot more <laughs> there. The way they did their job was way more effective and made a lot more sense. <laughs> and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I just, I wish we had, would have had more time with them. But um, I'm glad we had them. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. They really brought some levity back to the series. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed
1: the second half of this season. Yeah. With the Amazonas Quartet, with draconia being more wacky because of them. Um, and yes. then Nihilenia just bringing all of the drama and the camp.
0: Yes, it was great. That This was a great um, batch of characters. Um, I wish our senshi would have been a little bit stronger. But uh, at least, like, one thing we were dealing with last season was just too many heroes. And the writers not knowing mm-hmm. what to do with all of them. I am actually kind of glad they cut the cast down for a little bit there. Um, yeah yeah but it was fun I, I really liked Chibiusa getting some spotlight I know there's a lot of people who hate Chibiusa, uh, because the American dub um, yeah there are a lot of
1: people who hate this season specifically because it focuses on Chibiusa
0: yeah and me you know again my first exposure to her was not the American dub it was through the manga and then through some of the um, it was through the manga and some of the subtitled versions of it before I was introduced to her in the American dub um I've always been a big fan of hers so it, it mm-hmm. was it was really enjoyable to see her focus and um, her get some screen time she's a really cute character y'all are haters um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah I like that we got to spend some time with her. At her best, you know?
1: Mm hmm. I wish that she had been given an attack in this season. Yeah. I think we're, <laughs> we'll talk about that in the character episodes, but yeah. we still have the first six episodes of Stars. We are going to call that episode Superstars because it's a bridge between both of them.
0: Okay. So, all right. Is that, does that do it for now? I think, I think that wraps we're us ready up. to wrap it up. All right. Alright, thanks for
1: listening. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at OshioKioPod Pod, or contact us through email at Oshiokyothepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Barbara Daly for the use of her artwork. Please rate and review us wherever you find us or Tsuki go at the